You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. Or if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, just go and give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. Guys, this is it. It is officially launch day of No Filter Housewives Watching Wine 2.0. Are you ready? I have been waiting so long, counting down to this moment, making sure that all of these designs are perfect, making sure the wine is delicious, which it is. So as of today, as of right now, as of this very moment, No Filter Wine is available, 2.0, is available right now at nofilterwine.com. We have Four fun new designs in not just our classic fizzy rosé, but we have also now launched a fizzy white wine in four fun designs. We have first up on the white wine, I'm not going out tonight, I'm disengaging, inspired by Real Housewives of Salt Lake City's Meredith Marks. And then we have in the rosé category, Sweetie, I'm gone with the wine, fabulous, inspired by Real Houses of Atlanta's Kenya Moore. And then we also have in the white category, cut down my drinking or what, or what? Inspired by Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Erica Jane. And then last but not least, we have Don't Play With Me, Your Husband's in the Pool. Inspired by Real Housewives of New Jersey's Margaret Josephs. I like to say if you're like, if you get a little feisty when you're drinking, then you're definitely going to want to do Your Husband's in the Pool. That's the one for you. Um, if you get a little frisky, then maybe you want to do the sweetie. I'm gone with the wine. Fabulous. If you're like, ooh, litty city, and I'm about to unloosen up my buttons, babe, then that's definitely the gone with the wine. Fabulous. Or if you're just like, I'm an introvert. I'm not going out tonight. I'm about to chill. I'm about to throw on a face mask and watch me some housewives and stay in with my feet up. Then you're definitely a I'm disengaging white wine. And last but not least, if you're more of a, um, if you are not to be messed with, if you are very confident and you're just like, you know what? I don't care what anybody thinks about me. I don't care what anybody has to say about me. How many fucks do I give? Zero, 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 none, not one. Then you're definitely an or what, which is also a white wine. Uh, guys, these are all available at nofilterwine.com. Like the details into all of these, like just to talk about this for a second, we will get into some of the tea, but I just, give me my moment, okay? I know people like to drag me in the comments because they're like, you always talk about your wine. But like if you had a business that you were passionate about, then maybe you would know what it takes to run a business. A la Kim Kardashian from Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Um, but like just... Give me a moment. Look at this. The peach. Let's talk about a sweetie. I'm gone with the wine. Fabulous. This peach. I made sure that this peach had to look like a voluptuous, juicy booty. There are even little drops just like of juice, just like dripping down because it is a juicy peach. We are fabulous, honey. Our wine, our, our booty, our peach in the, in the back is just so juicy that everybody just wants to take a bite. And not only that, but since Kenya Moore is like in the twirl, 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 I made sure that there was like little, you can see the little wind because like there's wind flowing, like your hair is flowing in the wind. I made sure there was wind right around the little leaf at the top of the peach. And all of the cans have like this like splatter backlash, uh, backsplash. And it's supposed to signify like when somebody throws the wine, like 
you know, there's always like a wine throw or a wine glass and there's always wine spilled at one of these dinner parties. So I made sure there were splatters all over the cans. That way it signified the splattered wine. And then the sides all say, sip some wine, spill some tea. Same thing with the Salt Lake City can. We have this lovely lady, which is you or Meredith Marks, whoever you want to channel in this can. And it's a bathtub. And we got the white wine holding up because we are relaxing. We are living in the moment in the bathtub right now with our feet up in the air. And we have little snowflakes coming out of the bathtub as well because the snowflake is the symbol of Salt Lake City. And then, of course, this one's probably my favorite, the Beverly Hills can inspired by Erica Jane because it's a diamond, like the classic I Stole Kim's Goddamn House OG design. Um, But this one has a new updated modernized diamond with like a crown on it with some cute pink jewels and it's sparkling, but it's like an ice diamond. And you can see that the ice diamond to signify the ice queen is now starting to melt. Very similar to Erica Jane's mascara when it was pouring down her face last season, which everybody made a big fuss about. And then we have your husband's in the pool and we have the pool. We have the husband. He's in the pool like Marty was in the pool. And then we have the broken glass of rosé off to the side because, you know, with Jersey, there's always some broken wine glasses off to the side. So I'm so excited to launch this. I'm so grateful that everybody supported the original launch, which was supposed to just be a limited edition collaboration with Elix last summer and it did so well that we then launched the Potomac Drag Me cans which did so well that they sold out and we kept the OGs we kept reproducing them and reproducing them and you guys kept buying them and buying them and it took us to this place where we were able to relaunch with this new white wine and I'm just excited to see the expansion of it and to I mean I never foresaw this growing into what it is maybe we'll do more designs in the future who knows but I'm just very excited and very very grateful for all the love that you've shown me and all the support that you've sent my way and all the wine orders that you've placed and all the photos you've sent me of you drinking the wine please continue to send me those photos I light up every day when I see somebody holding my product something that I designed you know all the little details like the snowflakes and the juicy peach like all those little details are very well thought out to the crack on the wine glass on the floor to making sure the wine was pink and not red because we wanted to signify rosé because the wine in the in the can is rosé so like all these details were very well thought out and so to see somebody holding it and drinking it and enjoying it and appreciating it brings so much joy to my life and I'm just excited that we get to share in this we are we're all sitting at home watching housewives yelling at Teresa because Margaret's trying to pop her love bubble and we're just like yo Teresa chill out Louie is really creepy and we all have a lot of questions about him or we're sitting there like oh my god Jennifer get it together or we're like oh my god Erica she's about to rip off Sutton's head and Kyle doesn't want to say anything Kyle say something to Erica well now you can sip some of this delicious lightly fizzy crisp wine they're all very refreshing Um, there's less than a gram of sugar in them so you're not going to have that gnarly wine headache the next day that most conventional wines give you so I made sure to really put a lot of thought and conscious intention into this wine line and I'm so excited to share it with you and I'm really excited about this relaunch so thank you for the love Thank you for the support. Please place your orders, guys, at nofilterwine.com if you want to continue to support me and to support the podcast. The wines will be available at our shows next month, the Spilling Tea Live Tour with Adam Newell from Up and Adam. So 
or if you guys bought live stream tickets, if you can't physically make it to any of the shows, then I highly suggest you stock up on some of this wine so that you have it in time to watch the shows from home with Adam and I, because you are going to be spilling some tea with us, whether it's virtually or in person. You can get your tickets at SpillingTeaLive.com. But I'm so excited and grateful to share this new baby with you guys. We had the OG classic cans, and now we have the new baby that I'm excited to share with all of you. So thank you. I love you. I appreciate you. Now, let's get to the tea. So there's a lot that's been happening this week. We have Randall Emmett first up. Randall Emmett is finally speaking out. Interestingly enough, he's speaking out with Gigi Golnessa from Shaws of Sunset. We know that Golnessa has been beefing with Lala, and we even talked to MJ from Shaws of Sunset last week about what's going on with Gigi and Lala, and and MJ was like, look, I love Golnessa, but like, I don't think that it's right that she's inserting herself in a situation that does not involve herself. Like she has no business. She has no skin in this game. Why is she getting involved? Like I get it. You may not like Lala, but like for you to constantly be talking about her, for you to bring Randall on the podcast, she's been spotted out to lunch with Randall. I don't believe Gigi and Randall are dating. I believe Randall has a new girlfriend. Um, I believe she's like a young 23-year-old blonde girl that he's been photographed out with. But like... Gigi, I love you, Gigi. Gigi, I love that you're messy. I love that you're shady. I love your podcast. I love what you bring to the show. I have so much respect for you as a single parent and choosing to have a child on your own. Her and I, when Gigi was on my podcast last, discussed that, that I was looking to pursue having a baby on my own. So I love that Gigi, you know, she brings a lot to the table and I appreciate her. But I'm like, girl, why are you getting in the middle of the relationship? Anyway, Randall has now decided to go on Genuinely Gigi, which is her podcast, and he is ready to mention it all. Well, I mean, yes and no, because he's like throwing like subtle digs at Lala without like throwing like he's like, you know, I don't really want to talk about Lala. I don't really want to talk about her because she's Ocean's mom. She's the mother of my child, you know, but we've both made some mistakes. You know, it takes two to tango, basically. Like, she's made some mistakes, too. I know I made some mistakes, but I don't want to, I don't want to bad talk her. I don't want to talk poorly about her. Like, it was a lot of, like, you know, backhanded, subtle shade that he was throwing Lala's way while also trying to be like, but I'm above that. I'm the bigger person. I'm the better person. But it's also like, it's easy for you to be like, I'm the better person now. I don't want to talk about it because I'm the better person. When it's like, well, yeah, of course you don't want to talk about it. You were the one that was screwing other chicks. You were the one that was giving them money to call you daddy on Instagram. You were the one that was paying them for nudes. Like, or well, these are the allegations against him. But, you know, it's just, it's not cute. It ain't cute, Randall Emmett. And I don't, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, any of this drama that he'd caused for Lala. I mean, a lot of people are like, Lala deserved it. You know, how you get him is how you lose him. And yes, that's all very true. But like, you can still have some empathy for a woman that is now single because she got cheated on and she has a baby and she has to provide for her child as a single mother. You can still have a little bit of empathy for that, you know? But if you want to check out Randall's interview, he does, like I said, he doesn't talk a whole lot about it, but he does throw some digs at Lala, basically saying that like she made some mistakes in this relationship too. Um, he doesn't want to talk about it, but you know, if she wants to talk about it, that's her prerogative. And 
basically insinuating like it makes her look bad because she's choosing to not be the bigger person when she has on Instagram she even like alluded to him being like really terrible behind the scenes and trying to use his money to win the custody battle between them and how things there are getting a little tough and challenging but she doesn't really have any direct communication with him other than through this third party app which is solely to discuss ocean but they've had no conversation about their relationship or anything involving the two of them it's strictly about their daughter he looks like he left that he let that relationship go very quickly because he's already moved on with his new girlfriend so but that's randall emmett for you that's randall um yeah so there's that tmz also just reported that katie maloney has finally filed officially filed for divorce from tom sand or tom schwartz sorry (sighs) so now it's real Now they are actually getting divorced. They announced their separation and said that they were parting ways. But I think even when she was on her podcast, You're Gonna Love Me, and she was addressing it, she was like, I haven't filed for divorce yet. I don't know when that's going to be. I don't know when it's the right time to do that. Now we see that apparently it was the right time. And she apparently Monday or Tuesday, March 22nd, March 21st, uh, was the right time to file for divorce because she has officially done it. So... They're officially donezos. I'm really sad to see the relationship end. I am really sad to see him really sad. His statement really broke my heart. I know I've covered them a lot over the past couple of episodes, so we don't have to talk too much about them now, but just wanted to share that it is official and um, they are officially getting divorced now. So you can find that filing on TMZ. Jen Shaw is also not happy with a lot of bloggers recently. She has, I guess, reached out to a few of them to dispute the claims that she is selling merch, the free Jen Shaw merch, which, which everybody's talked about. Apparently, there were rumors that some people had ordered the merch and that um, they either weren't getting their orders on time or when they were looking up their confirmation numbers that the numbers were invalid And so that was a story that was going around, I believe, by Best of Bravo. Started on Twitter and then everybody started to reshare it that it looked like the merch was a scam. Jen Shaw uh, is addressing that and she says that that is 100% not true. It is false. It is fake news. And how dare you come for her? Don't come for her because she'll send Mary Cosby to send Jesus after you. So apparently um, Rebel P Customs out of New York runs all of her merch and every single, according to her, every single order has been fulfilled. She's had zero complaints, zero refund requests, zero chargebacks. Rebel P Customs posted all of the receipts. Feel free to reach out to them on Instagram if you have any questions. So Rebel P Customs is apparently who's handling all of the merch and Jen Shaw's denying that any of those allegations are true. She's also claiming um, that the blogs that are posting about it, she's having her legal counsel take care of them or reach out to them because it's false information that they're putting out out there about her. She says that it's really disgusting. Um, They're trying to attack her character and she considers it harassment against her and her family. So that sounds messy. Cause like at first you're like, all right, Jen Shaw's in this fraud case. Okay. Fine, of course, she's. if she's scamming these elderly people, then of course she's going to scam people with her merch too. But she's saying, nope, no way, Jose. But then again, she's also saying that she's innocent in the, you know, in the telemarketing scheme and the money laundering scheme that the feds are investigating her with. I've repeatedly said, 
innocent until proven guilty. Um, the feds usually don't play, but I don't know. Maybe her merch people don't play either. We'll see what happens. But I know some, I know a couple that have been reached out to that are like, all right, I need to take down, you know, these postings because she's threatening legal action against us now. Oh, Jen Shaw, Jen Shaw, Jen Shaw. She knows how to be likable, but she also knows how to come after you. And she don't need to send Jesus after you because Jen Shaw will come after you. Okay. The tea, the tea, the tea, everybody, everybody. All right, guys. Um, I do have a very fun interview that I've done with Karen Larea and Brianna Simone, who are part of HBO Max's new reality dating series, My Mom, Your Dad, which is a really fun dating series. Basically, these kids nominate their parents to go on a dating show to find a second chance at love. The parents end up all having to live, move into a house together and live together. And then the kids actually end up being their dating coaches, navigating this new journey of love together. Two of the contestants, a mother-daughter duo, Karen and Brianna, are on the show today. It's actually a really fun show. I've been appreciating HBO Max, um, some of their programming. I know back in like December, we did the 12 Dates of Christmas cast. I've been appreciating HBO Max's reality shows. They even had some good scripted television because like Netflix is good. Netflix is a classic. Hulu's trying to do its thing. Peacock is really hitting it out of the park too. But I feel like, you know, we can't sleep on HBO Max. I don't love their like their uh, $14.99 price, but I will say the quality of their programs are actually pretty good. And I thoroughly enjoyed my mom your dad. So if you guys want to check it out on HBO Max, it's out now. And here is my interview with Karen and Brianna. So I'm very excited to chat with today's dynamic duo because they are a mother-daughter team that is starring in HBO Max's new reality dating series, My Mom, Your Dad. Please welcome Karen and Brianna. Hi, guys. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well, and I'm almost like I need to make sure I like tear up one of my parents' relationships so I can put them on this show because it looks so fun. It was a lot of fun. I think more for Brianna than me. Well, no, I had a lot of good times, but <laughs> she was sneaky. I know. Okay, so the show for people that are unfamiliar. So we have a group of single parents that come into this show put on by their kids. And so they're kind of the masterminds behind this dating show as you're all living in this house together, looking for a second chance at love. Were you open to love? Or was this something that you know, your daughter really kind of pushed you into? Um, well, actually, when Brianna came to me telling me that she wanted to nominate me for this show, um, she had found the um, ad on Instagram, so like the casting call on Instagram Explorer page. And I said, Brianna, get out of here. This is so fake. <laughs> I'm like, so not legitimate. And she was like, Mom, come on. She's like, I always tell you, you need help in dating. And she's like, let's just do it. What do we have to lose? And I said, you know what? Go ahead. Send it in. All right. What do we have to lose and immediately we got a call back and then the calls became zoom meetings with producers and then basically like within three weeks they were like pack your bags you're pat of the cost and you're going to la but were you ready to start dating were you on <laughs> tinder were you on bumble like looking to swipe and then brianna I you're <laughs> i wasn't at that moment <laughs> uh, <laughs> just throwing me underneath the bus <laughs> 
<laughs> I wasn't at that moment, but definitely open to dates. Brianna, I was right. What was the motivation behind putting your mom back on the market, like officially on such a public platform? Well, she doesn't really take my advice in the real world. So I figured like maybe like she'll like listen to me this time with like a whole team of producers being like, listen to your daughter. So I thought that would maybe help because I think I have great ideas for her and she just doesn't end up taking them. And then like what? what happened ends up happening so I just feel like I knew better than her in that situation well she didn't know at that moment though remember she didn't know until going into the house that she was actually going to be my dating consultant she just thought she was going to help the producers help me help me find love (laughs) and then the twist is that the kids then are the consultants for the parents to help them get to you know end game new relationship Yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) So, Brianna, were you thinking that you were going to come out of this experience with the new stepdad? Um, I mean, I I wouldn't say I thought I was going to walk out with, like, a stepdad. (laughs) I definitely hoped my mom would find someone that could be a partner for her right now, you know? Like, maybe stepped out along the line. Maybe not, not now. I think that's a little too soon. But I mean, everyone was so amazing. So I really would have been fine with anyone she walked out of the house with. Karen, who immediately caught your eye as like, I think that's what that's going to be my end game. Oh, I can tell you. <laughs> I can tell you that. There was two gentlemen that caught my eye, actually. So, so um, for those of, I don't want to give too much away because obviously a lot, some people have not seen it. But once you see them, Philip caught my eye and Troy caught my eye. And how is the dating life today? Are we happy with where we're at? Without giving away spoilers, are we happy with where we're at today? I'm very comfortable where I'm at today. That's good. Yes, yes. What would you say you were looking for in a man going into the show? Um, I think just someone who could make me laugh, someone who is honest, someone who has their walls down and could be vulnerable. Um, definitely someone who is emotionally available. So those are a lot of things that I've worked on myself in the last probably three to four years. So I know we're all not in the same place, but um, someone at least that's working on that. And Brianna, I know you were kind of the the dating consultant throughout all of this, but did you learn anything about your own dating life by watching your mom? Um, I wouldn't say I learned anything about my dating life because I really wasn't. I was focused on my mom's the whole time. Like I, I was not there for me to date. I was there for her. But I learned that we're, it humanized her and it made us equals instead of putting her on that mom flat, uh, pedestal and thinking that she's perfect and that no, no like she's a human just like me she's trying to find a partner just like me she's gonna make mistakes in that just like me so it really just brought us closer together and definitely opened up more conversations between us definitely conversations that we had to have and we're very open with each other but even conversations that still needed to be taken place what would you say were the lessons about love you learned or about, you know, just relationships in general, watching your mom go through this dating experience? 
I think it taught me for sure that you need to be okay with yourself before you be with someone else because how could you be with someone if you're not okay with yourself and my mom has taught me that my whole life but I think watching her on the show it definitely showed me that um and just you know like be careful (laughs) Zach she did tell me afterwards mom you have game (laughs) <laughs> okay that's a good compliment a great compliment i was like yes <laughs> were there any cringy moments that you were like oh my god i can't believe my mom is doing this right now on national television oh yeah well, yeah there was there was quite a bit definitely made mental notes to my therapist <laughs> um there was a lot there was she was twerking she was you know, she was like flirting really hard. She was like, the twerking really stood out to me. Um, there was one time that I think the parents had to answer a question of like, what was their favorite sex position? I don't know if it made it on the show or not. I think it might have. But it was, I, we had to hear every single parent's answer. Like they had, had to go around a circle and I had to hear my mom's. So I was like, no, I took out my headphones. I was like, no, I don't need to know that. I'm so great. <laughs> You're the one that put her on this show. <laughs> exactly, right? No, I, I didn't think I didn't think I was gonna have to hear that, but it's okay. It's fine. I I worked it out. It's great. Listen, the creators of this show is a father and daughter team as well. It's the um EP from the office and the creator of Parks and Rec, Greg Daniels, and his daughter, Haley. So you know if Greg Daniels is behind something, it is going to be funny, heartwarming, cringy, laughable. So we didn't know that they were the creators at that point, but she put me on the show, Zach. Exactly. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you, Karen. What would you say is the biggest lesson you learned through going through this experience and dating in front of the world? And your daughter. And I didn't know until I left the show that she was watching my every romantic encounter, which just made it so cringy for me at the end. Um, But I think just definitely to keep my walls down and be vulnerable and just open and, you know, open my mind to possibilities because we're, we're just so, um, you know, set in one way to do things. And I, and I really, really tried to give each individual uh, man, father, you know, father that I ended up going out with, you know, my time and focus when I was on dates with them. And what lesson do you hope your daughter takes away from this experience? Maybe down the line, if she chooses to watch is it, watch it again <laughs> later on. Um, I think what she just said is that, um, that, you know, she would always prior to the show. Now she understands watching me all those hours that she had to watch me. She would always like, I wouldn't say criticize, but critique, mom, you have blinders on mom. You only focus on one man. And I'd be like, Rihanna, I'm in my forties. I cannot date like you do in your twenties and have three and five dates, you know, during the week and date a few guys. I'm like, I can't do that. It's, it's too time consuming. And I'm just, that's just not me. And so I think she learns like, Oh, okay. I get it. I get why my mom 
once she decides on someone, how she focuses on them. I date with intention, basically. I just don't date just to have fun. <laughs> yeah, I think in your 20s, you date for the sport of it and you date to have fun and to learn what you like. And then eventually, as you get older, you're like, I need to date for compatibility. I need to date for someone that I can have a future with. Yes, dating with attention. Exactly. You got it. <laughs> so I want to see the differences between the two of you and your perspectives on dating. What do you each consider to be an ideal first date? We'll start with you, Karen. What do you think is an ideal first date? An ideal first date? Um, definitely a gentleman. Um, so it's great conversation. It, it can be, you know at the beach, it could be having, you know, a dinner, it could be a walk in the park. Um, it, you know, we live in Miami. So a lot of first dates have gone on. She makes fun of me for this are on boats. Ah, <laughs> you know, are and, they rented uh, boats or are these yachts that he owns? Cause if it's a yacht that he owns, then I fully support that. They're not yachts. They're <laughs> big boats. <laughs> they're, um. I, they should be yachts. <laughs> She's so silly. Um, so I just, you know, great conversation, them being gentlemen, making sure that we have there's chemistry compatibility um, and to see if you want to go on that second date. And my number one rule, for, at least for me on a first date, is I do not kiss on a first date. So they have to understand that. OK, Brianna, what do you think is an ideal first date? Is it as formal as your mother is, is out here on boats popping champagne? <laughs> I mean, if that's what they want to take me on the first day, I'm open to it. I think just, I think like what she said, like good conversations, like a gentleman, it can be at the beach, it could be over dinner. I wouldn't prefer a walk, honestly, unless it's like on the beach, maybe. But I think, yeah, just great conversations. I think someone who's like respectful. Um, yeah. Mom taught her well, I think. Mom I can taught myself well. on the back. <laughs> if okay. I mean, she pretty much took my answer, so I don't even know what to say. Okay, we'll start with you for this next one then. Is it okay for a guy to slide in your DMs? Is that worthy of going on a date with him, or is that an immediate swipe left? I think it depends on the way they do it. If it's just like, I feel like it also depends on like the guy also. Like, if it's, like, some creep, I'm not going to answer. But, like, if it, if it looks like a, a normal, real person that's not a catfish, <laughs> then maybe. I mean, definitely not the, like, the weird DMs or the creepy ones. Yeah. I wouldn't answer for sure. Yeah. Delete. But, I mean, it really, it really depends, honestly. I usually don't answer them, though. Okay. Karen, what do you think? I have gotten a lot of sliding into my DM. <laughs> and I think like what Brianna says, I think it's how they approach it. 99.9, .9, I don't answer back because just the approach is like, hey, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. don't start the conversation with, hey, baby. No. How about, hi, how are you doing? Or hi, I saw you on my mom, your dad, or I came across your profile. So I think it's all about how you approach the person in the DM. So, Karen, you said you don't kiss on the first date. Brianna, what do you think about kissing on the first date? Do you think that that's okay? Um, I usually don't, honestly. 
I'm like trying to think back. I usually don't kiss on the first date, and I think it's because she like drilled it so much into my head that like subconsciously I just like don't do it. But I mean, I don't, I don't think it's anything wrong with it per se. I'm a Latina and I'm a Latina mother, so you know I drilled that into her head, Doc. Yes. <laughs> Care. I mean, you said you're in Miami, right? Would you ever want to join like a real housewives of Miami now that you've already dipped your toe in? You just opened up a whole door there. (laughs) I absolutely would love that. I was actually talking to someone about that. I'm like, you don't even have to give me like the main cast. Give me as a friend. (laughs) I love my, I, Rihanna's the one who's obsessed with the housewives I usually do not watch them, but I love my Miami housewives. I love my Miami girls and I do see them around town in kind of the same circles. So um, definitely um, Andy Cohen, give me a call. (laughs) So are you guys loving the Miami reboot? Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. It is good. It is good. And I love, I just, I love Marisol. I love Alexa. Oh my gosh. I love them. (laughs) I know. I hear they're getting ready to gear up for the next season for Peacock. Yes, I know. We need to switch that from Peacock to Bravo because it's spicy and hot in there. (laughs) Do you feel like these women are representing Miami proud? I think they are. I absolutely think they are, especially the original ones. I mean, I love all of them, even the new ones that have come on. But the ones that are still there now into this season that came in originally and you've just seen them evolve. And, you know, so it's like I said, I'm not into them, but my Miami girls, absolutely. I'm, I'm right there supporting them. Brianna, what would you say is your favorite Housewives franchise? New Jersey, I think. Jersey. I, I had to think about that one for a second. Definitely New Jersey. That one, they, they get crazy over there. It's, it's so entertaining. Are you watching the new season? Um, I haven't watched it. I just finished binging the last season that just came out on Hulu. So I usually just wait until it goes on Hulu. I can watch the whole thing together. Well, Jennifer and Marge seem to be going at it this season. I'm curious if you have a favorite, Jennifer or Margaret. Oh, I don't know. I usually go between the two, depending on like how crazy each one's acting. (laughs) You you know Jennifer brings it. I love Marge. She's funny. Yeah, I love Marge too. No, I, I love Housewives. I love reality TV. Were you guys like big HBO max fans prior to joining the show. Did you guys have like, what are your favorite shows on the, on the platform? Well, for me, I actually binged. It came out while we were filming. I binged F boy Island. Oh, that's a good one. I love that. Um, some of the same producers were the same producers on, on F boy Island. And then, um, CJ, which absolutely is just such a sweetheart. Um, we connected and did he slide into your DMS? No, no, CJ the girl. Oh, CJ the girl. <laughs> Not CJ that hooked up with CJ, but mm. CJ the girl. Um, and um, she was just such a sweetheart. And I was like, hold up. Well, let me see what the girl's doing. <laughs> and uh, let me see what my girl's doing. And totally just a sweetheart. So I binged on that. So definitely an F-Boy Island fan. Um, so I, I absolutely love that. I know. I just, I got caught up on 12 dates of Christmas over the holidays and that one was so good. I love all the new reality content that's coming out on HBO max. They're doing such a great job. HBO max is just doing such an amazing job. So, and they're all kind of a little bit different. Like our show is like F boy Island is one extreme to my mom. Your dad is the other extreme. Cause 
you know, my mom, your dad, you can watch with your mom, your grandmother, your children, <laughs> you know, your cousins. FBoy Island, you gotta be a little more careful because there's a lot of spicy and saucy there. But you know, it's they, they really are doing just a fantastic job on the platform. Yes, there's something for everybody on there. I I'm enjoying. I saw the first episode of My Mom, Your Dad. I can't wait to see how it all plays out. It's available now on HBO Max. What advice would you give to maybe future contestants if they do come back with another season? Brianna, what would you what advice would you give to the other kids that might be ready for their parents to find love again? I would say be prepared to see your parents in a whole new light. You're gonna you're gonna see your parents see some stuff that you're you're gonna and hear some stuff that you're gonna wish you never opened that door. But you know what? I think it, it brings you closer together. And I think before if you wanna go on the show, I think definitely have a conversation beforehand on what you guys are looking for out of the show and to really understand your parent to make sure because you you have a lot of power over their dating life in this and you need to know what they want or they're just gonna have a uh, they're gonna be with a lot did you That's feel like like did you guys have a conversation about like what the objective was gonna be going into it and do you feel like you guys were on the same page in terms of like what type of partner we could find for your mom yeah, I think we were for sure on the same page about that. Uh, we, de- we definitely talked beforehand. We didn't know we were going to be separated. But we knew obviously we had mics and cameras and we wouldn't be able to have like private conversations that like if anything happened on the show that we would need to talk about with each other. So we definitely had some conversations preparing each other um, and just really getting ready to go on a reality show and getting your life filmed. 24-7. How long was the total experience? How long did you guys film for? We filmed for about, I think the whole production was about three weeks. Or three, uh, two and a half to three weeks, yeah. Did and were you, did you feel Karen like you were pretty clear with what you were looking for, or were you like were you very specific about what you were looking for, or do you feel like you were more just open to the experience overall? Oh, I was just so open to the experience. It was, um, someone asked me about this the other day and I said, I describe it as, you know, like your first day of school, like when you were in school and you have the little butterflies and you're just so excited. And the cameras didn't bother me because I've been in entertainment field since I was 15 years old. So it was like, it was like nothing when I walked in, like I didn't even see them at that point. So it was more like the excitement, the first day of school. And so the first day of filming and the little butterflies and getting to know each other, everyone that was there. And so like seven of us originally, the original seven first came in and it was just fantastic. And we gelled so amazingly well, all seven of us, you know, men and women. And so it it was, it was just great. It was such an amazing experience. So obviously Brianna had to watch all of these cringy moments of her mom dating. What was it like for you at the end when you found out that she was watching everything and that she was your consultant throughout this experience? Oh my gosh, Zach, literally when the producers told me it was very slow motion, like my, it went from my brain into my mouth. It was like, what? (laughs) And then I started going like this little movie in my head, 
what did I say? What did I do? Oh my God, she heard every conversation. She saw every date. She saw every romantic little encounter. She saw every little of like, she says me trying to flirt. <laughs> so, and then I was like, you know what, Karen? Nah, you did good. You, you behaved exactly how the person that you are and you conducted yourself great in real life and you conducted yourself great on the show. And, and I think what's great is that we both really held on to who we truly are as people in our everyday lives. Like, like there was nothing fake about it. So, you know, I think that, that was like the most important part. So I, I was good with it. A, a few things I might've switched up, but <laughs> not that many. <laughs> Do you feel like there were any other moms or dads that maybe regret some of their decisions now, knowing that their kids were watching everything that they were doing? I don't think so. Honestly, the whole cast was really who who we were a lot of people don't didn't have the experience of being in the entertainment field so once they got over the camera shyness of like that there's cameras around us you kind of really forget by the end of the the first day you're like nine hours into filming it's one in the morning you're so exhausted second day you're just so you're so excited so i think everyone pretty much behaved their normal behavior Well, it's definitely a fun show. Everyone needs to check it out. My Mom, Your Dad on HBO Max. Karen, Brianna, thank you so much for chatting with me today. I can't wait to finish and and see how it all turns out for you, Karen. You're going to love it. Thank you, Zach, for having us on. This was so much fun. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That is me. I hope you enjoyed today's tea. I hope you've stocked up on the new No Filter wine. Guys, please go and support me because I love it. I love that validation. I love you. I appreciate you. Um, And I just thank you for all the love that you've continued to show me and this podcast. Adam and I can't wait to get to meet so many of you on the tour in April. We're going to be at the Bourbon Room in Hollywood on April 7th. We're going to be at City Winery in Nashville on April 13th. And then we're going to be at City Winery NYC in New York on April 28th. If you can't make any of the shows, then you can definitely order your live stream tickets at SpillingTeaLive.com. But if you do order your tickets to the live shows, the, the physical IRL shows in Nashville or New York, we are doing a fun giveaway and we're entering all ticket buyers, whether you've purchased them previously or you purchase them now, all ticket buyers will be entered to win a coffee date with Adam and I. So you'll get to hang out with us one-on-one, sipping some coffee and spilling a little tea. So if you want to enter to win, be sure to send us a confirmation, a screenshot of your confirmation. DM it to me, letting me know that you've purchased your tickets either previously or this week. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. I will talk to you on Thursday. Bye.